0: We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message. Amen. So divine promotion, we're still in it. It is not just for this month. It is for eternity. There is just our concentration this month. The topic for today is the journey of promotion. Now, promotion takes, there is a pattern. There is a pattern. You can actually look at the pattern, follow it, and it is certain. Now, I want you to really learn from the message of today. It is a pattern. You can actually follow the pattern, and you shall surely get the results. It is certain. Why? The Bible tells us in Hebrews 6 12. Hebrews 6 12 says, that ye be not slothful but ye followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. That by faith and by patience, you can follow a particular pattern that some has followed and inherit the promise. You can follow it if you look at the hall of faith. The Bible tells us all those people that shook the world by their faith. The Bible also told us that without us, these people are not complete. It means that all of faith is still waiting for your name because the Bible says, without you and I, these people. Testimonies are not complete. So that ye be not slothful, but ye followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Shout hallelujah. Now, I like the Bible passage that was read by Brother George. So that um, I want to use that as an example. Joseph as an example. I'm not going to dwell too much on Joseph because if we start going there, we're going to waste a bit of time. We all know the story. How many of you don't know the story of Joseph? Bishop, you don't know the story of Joseph?
1: <laughs> How many of you? Okay.
0: <laughs> I believe that's an irony. My pastor is a custodian of the Bible. He can tell you the story in his dream. Praise God. Anyway, just brief summary. Joseph was one of Jacob's 12 sons. He was born by Was the mother's name? Who? Rachel. Thank you. Rachel. You remember Rachel? What's Rachel's sister's name? Leah. So which one did uh, Jacob love the most? Rachel. So, and the first son of Rachel is Joseph. So now, do you see the reason why Jacob loved him so much? He loved him so very much. Maybe because he loved the mom, and also because there are 12 of them. He made him a cloth of many colors. So, and Joseph did not make things easy for his brothers. He kept having dreams and dreams and dreams. And he would not keep his mouth shut. He kept telling them, You know what? I have all of you are bowing down for me. Can you imagine that? All of you just bow down for me say, Hey, this dreamer. That was what they kept doing for him. So his father loved him. He made him a clothes of many colors. And his brothers were very jealous of him. So we all know. And they planned to kill him. That was their plan. The story of Joseph actually was the story of Jesus. But time will not permit us to go deeper, 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 because that's not our concentration today. So then the, bro- the eldest brother intervened. So instead of killing him, they could not kill him. Even his elder brother was away. They sold him into slavery. They, so they sold him into the house of Potiphar. Potiphar is one of the assistants of Pharaoh. So that's why they sold him. So, and one thing led to the other. The Lord was with him. He was very diligent in all he does. And they see the hand of the Lord upon him, even though as a slave, the hand of God was still upon him that he was promoted to be the head of all the slaves, he was in charge of everything in Potiphar's house. But the Mandam wanted more than that. And Joseph was not going to um, compromise his fate. So a lie was told. And we all know the story. So there was an accusation and he was imprisoned as a result. But all this while Joseph did not blame God, Joseph did not accuse God. He held on to his dream and we all know what happened. That was an opportunity for a few people. He interpreted two uh, dreams for two people that was thrown there from the king's palace. One of them was impaled, killed. The other one was restored back to his position. But this man forgot Joseph. But after two years, um, Pharaoh had a dream. He saw some big cows swallowing, some, some small cows swallowing, some big cows, and also some grains. And there was nobody called all these magicians, associates, there was nobody that could interpret it. Then one of them remembered, ah, now I remember there was this man couldn't, it, couldn't tell me that when he, inter, he interpreted a dream for two of us and it was exactly like So they brought him straight away. After this time, Joseph had learned so much lesson. He was not talking about me, my myself. He said, only God can interpret this thing for you. He gave the interpretation. And uh, the king said, can we find anyone else that's so humble? He was so humble. He, was, he gave them this knowledge and the wisdom, the interpretation and how to go about it. He said, since the Lord has revealed this to you and the interpretation, we will put you in charge. So that same day, Joseph was brought from the prison as a prisoner, he was shaved, And from that same day, was promoted to be a governor. In other words, a prime minister. If you read from that verse, he said, nobody will lift a feet or lay hand on anything in this kingdom without your consent. He said, only to the matters of the throne shall I, the Pharaoh, be greater. This is a foreigner. If you, if you ask Sunak, he will tell you what he's going to do to become a prime minister in the UK. Even though he was born here. Joseph was not born there. Joseph was brought there as a slave. It was even more pronounced those days. A slave becoming a prime minister. Now, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I can do the same thing for you, but there are processes. That's the process we want to talk about this morning. So now, there is what we call season. There are three things. i, I just reduce them to three things. We go through it. And you can replicate the same result. Why? Because God is no respecter of person. The first one is the season of preparation. Praise God. There are some miracles that you pray for that the Lord will not give you. Because if he gives you, it can destroy you. You're not prepared for it. You are sincerely not ready for it. You have not gone through the season of preparation. Now, sometimes ago, when, when we, we did a series on what uh, was that series we did during lockdown? So, we talk about, we look, we zoom in and see some of the areas in which Joseph was still missing it. What? Creative ingenuity. Yes, thank you very much. And we talk about the story of Joseph, the message. So, you can zoom in a little bit. Now, overly, if you look at it, you see Joseph was ready all along. But no, if you zoom it, you see that it wasn't ready until it was ready. Praise God. So, in the season of preparation, there are a few things you need to do. The first thing is you need to discover God. Discover,
1: sell somebody beside you, discover God.
0: There is no promotion outside of God. He said promotion does not come from the east, nor from the, not from the, where does it come from? From the Lord. You need to discover God. The Bible says but the people, those who know their God, shall be strong. And they are the ones that will do exploits. Now forget about the exploit you are doing by yourself. You need your strength to maintain it. You don't have the capacity. You are only human. You can do that for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. But in 40, 50 years, I can tell you we can compare notes. When we compare notes, you will see that no man can prevail by his own strength. You need to discover God. In Genesis 1, the Bible says, in the beginning... God. Now, you can leave the rest, Created the heavens, we all know that. But in the beginning, that's the only one thing you need to know. In the beginning, God. Now, in the beginning, it is not your image. In the beginning, it is not wealth. In the beginning, it is not family, as much as those things are good. In the beginning, it was not all the things we run after. In the beginning, God. That is the genesis of everything. When all this Asha pass away, in the beginning, is still going to be God. Now, later on, I'm going to go through the other passage. I will show you the connection between verse 1, verse 2, and verse 3. But remember, in the beginning, God. You need to discover God. You need to know God. And how by getting born again, by being born of God, the Bible says, Whosoever is born of God overcome it. Because you are born of God and you know God, you become an overcomer. Overcomer this word, and this is the victory that overcomes this word. Our faith. Shout hallelujah! Now I'm going to rush through it quickly. We can uh, go through some of that later. The second thing after this, I'm still talking about season of preparation. What's the first thing you need to know? Discover. Discover. That is your foundation. Any other foundation you build outside of this is not going to last. The second thing is discover yourself. Discover yourself. But listen, only when you discover God that you can truly and genuinely discover yourself discover God. After you discover God, then you can know yourself. That is the template. That is the other. Matthew 6 and 3, 2 6. Yea, first the kingdom of God is righteousness and other things. Discover yourself. John 1, 6. I like the way John put it. Say there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now you can replace that. There was a woman or a man sent from God and his name was mayor you can say that to yourself that was a in, in, let's not use words you're still alive here so we say there is a man a woman can you say that boldly? there is a man sent my god by god and his name is you can if you don't want to put your name you can put my name my name is Dalton davis There was a man sent by god and his name is yes you need to believe that that you are saint. you are not an accident. That was a man sent by God. His name was John, and something's very special about that. John told us in three 30, thirty-one. He said, "The one who comes from God, who comes from above, is above." There is a man sent by God, and his name was Davis. Shout hallelujah! When you discover god the next thing is for you to discover yourself it's in discovering god and discovering yourself Matthew 16 15 20 gave us an analogy how that works if you look at Matthew 16 right he said jesus was asking the disciples who do people say i am all of them were saying so many things then who do you say here and peter you know the outspoken one just said said but what about you He asked, what do you say I am? Look at the name there, Simon. He said, You are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon. When Jesus wants to change something, he will mention your, your real, real foundation. The son of Jonah. For this was not Simon, that word before, his name before means something that is shaky, a reef. They said, This was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. So if he first discover God. Then God, Jesus now told him, The real person that he is, that he had no reef. He said, I tell you that you are Peter. What is your name? The rock. He said, You are not shifting from today because you know me. I declare you who you are. You are not who you think you are. You are the rock. He said, I will build my church till today. I will build my church. And the gate of hell, Hades, will not overcome it. What an amazing thing. Peter received a revelation of who God is. And as a result, God told Jesus, to the, who? Have you been to the mountaintop? Have you seen Jesus? Did he tell
1: you who you are? You need to know who
0: you are. Otherwise, people will define you. They will, they will reduce you to a tick box. Male, female. Africa, Caribbean, white, British. 16 to 17, 16. They will just reduce you to a tick box and just become statistics. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. You need to know who you are so that nothing else defines you. Joseph knew who he was, even in prison. He was a prisoner, but that prison does not define him. He remembered the revelation God gave him that this old lot has still going to bow down for you. And he's talking to that. Discover Jeremiah 1. He said, Before I form you back, he said, Before I form thee in the belly, I. How many of you believe that? Do you just think you are, it, just, it, just, it just happened by chance? Do you know that God knew before you were formed? He said, before I formed you in the, in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou comest out of the womb, I sanctify thee. I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. Then look at it. Then look at Jeremiah. Then said, hi, Lord, again, behold, I cannot speak. How many of you keep saying that? I cannot talk the way Pastor Ola talks or the way uh, sister Ali sings or the way this thing. We have sometimes give ourselves excuses. I cannot speak for I am a child. But the Lord said unto it, say not. Can you tell somebody? Say not. Say not. Say not, I am a child. Say not that I can do it. Say not that I am no entity. Say not that say not. Whatever name you've been tagged with, the Bible says, Say not. Why he said, For thou shalt go to all ascend thee, and whatsoever command thee thou shalt. He said, he, see, he does not, he is the one that qualifies the called. He does not call the one that is qualified already. So that they don't depend on their own strength. Then they call and qualify them. When we are been ordained as apostles, we were doing like seven days uh, separation. And when we're feeling we have to, there's a form we have to fill be before and all of that. And I look at it. The person next to me in that apostleship, when we did, must have been at least 15 years older than myself. There are some people there that. Were our teachers,
1: Paco, that were pastors when we were
0: in Sunday school. And when I looked at it, then when we meant to do prayers, I was asked to come and lead some of those things. I looked at it, then that verse came to my mind. Say not. Can you tell somebody, say not? It
1: is the Lord that lifts people up. Just believe in the the
0: lifter of men. You follow this and Lord, see, and part of the thing I'm talking about, discovering yourself is you must have a dream. Now, there's nobody here that don't have a dream. You might not take cognizance of the dream, but you will surely have a dream. That dream, you don't have to sleep to have that dream. I think that is one of the mistakes. We think we have to sleep before we have the dream. You have to have a dream. There is power in that dream. That dream is like a vision and a mission that define your path. So that when small opportunities keep opening, you know the one that is from the Lord. And you know the one that it is being promoted by the Lord. That dream is like a vision and a purpose. It keeps you focused. And in difficult time, it restrains and it, it, it restrains you. It keeps you focused on the Lord. Joseph was sold into slavery. He wasn't a slave in his heart. Physically, he might be a slave, but in his heart, he wasn't. In his heart, he was a prince. He believed in the vision that the Lord has given unto him. So if you feel like you feel like a slave in your job that you are doing now, or your family, as a person, you don't know the nesting. You are waiting for one thing or the other papers. You don't know what happened. Finish your master's, finish your page. What happened? Or nest. What is going to happen?
1: This teaching is for you.
0: Look unto him. And the vision he has given unto you. Praise God. Number uh, C1. <laughs> Looking at that. After you discover God, discover yourself. See, discover your ability and your gifting. How many of you know that you? everybody has got ability and gifting? Yes. Yes. Discover it. And the best way to discover it is in service. You never know the ability God gave you. How many of you know that uh, Naomi... And George can read so smoothly like that. Look at the way we're pronouncing all those Greek and Hebrew names. You discover your ability and your talent in service. Some of you don't even know you can sing so well. The way Teddy was singing today, uh, you are singing, where is Teddy now? Okay, gone out. Yes you never know. You need to start using those gifting. Once you start using it for the Lord, you will discover it. So many of us, when you see us uh, playing bass, drums and all of that, it's, we start doing them when we were young and there was nobody to play them. We just start messing about with them and we learnt them. We never knew it was going to be really useful today. You discover your gifting. Everybody has got a gifting. In Exodus 4, 2, he said, and the Lord said unto him, to who? Moses, what is that thing in your hand? And he said, a rod. That is was his gift. He was born a leader. He has the rod in his hand. Don't be like that woman in 2 Kings 4, 2. When Elisha said, how can I help you? He said, I do not have anything in my house. There's something in your house. He said, accept something. Accept this small flower that we just want to eat and die. Don't eat and die. You recognize that gift. That gift does not have to be what you, everybody is already known with. The gift can be anything and anything. David, his gift was singing. Now, that can be very, we all know, oh yeah, that person got a gift of singing. Um, Esther, what was Esther's gift? Beauty. She was just beautiful, as she recognizes it, and that was what God used to save a whole community of Jewish community from. Amen. What about Ruth? Her gift was just dedication. She just she's just dedicated to the family. That even though I've lost my husband, but it's my mother-in-law, wherever you you die, I will die there. Wherever you go, I will go there. There's nothing to go with you. The husband is there though. She said, I will follow you anywhere. That was how she discovered. And that was how she was elevated. Faithfulness. Now, in case you are thinking, me, I don't think I have any gift. My whole life has been up and down. I've been a mess. I've made a mess of my life. Now, your case cannot be worse than the case of Rahab. Rahab was a prostitute, was an allot in Jericho. A house was lifted up. Why do you think everybody know Rahab? It's because all the men in that society know Rahab as a prostitute, and these are the people that patronizes her. But she got a gift of hospitality and faith. When the spies came, she said, we will, I will keep you... She thought the spies were coming to, you know, they are just people to patronize her. But she discovered these people are different. She decided to keep them. You know what? When all the people in of Jericho were wiped out, God kept her. Sometimes, you know, God, it will wipe out everybody that knows about your history to keep you. People that can mock you. It wiped out those generations. Just to elevate so that nobody, eventually, Christ came through that lineage. Through the lineage of her harlot. Why wiped out the generations that could mock her. The only reason why we know today is because it was written in the Bible as a testimony. She became part of the hall of fame. So, that's not, you have something in you. That is something in your house. Say to somebody, there's something in my house. So I want you to do me a favor today. Go home, tell the Lord to show you, write it down and hold on to it. And in five, 10 years time, you will come and give testimony wherever you are in the world in the name of Jesus. That's an assignment. Then E, very quickly, we talk, okay, D, once you discover that gifting that the Lord has given to you, I want you to surrender it to Jesus. See, before that gifting can open... The high on doors that lead to the city, you need to surrender that gift to Jesus. Moses was trying to use the gift on his own. He said, What is that thing in your hand? He said, Rod, he said, Drop it. Drop it first. Then pick it up from the tail. Surrender the gift. On- that is the only time that gift will have relevance. Surrender that gift first, onto, then we use it. Surrender the gift unto Jesus. That was exactly. And it's Exodus 4 2 70, See what happened there. And the Lord said unto him, What is that in your hand? And he said, A rod. And thou shalt take this rod in thy hand. Where are that? Shall go with signs. Verse 17. Is that too? Let's look at 17. Is there? Okay, you put it together. He said, With that rod. Now, there are some things in between. That becomes a rod that does signs and wonders. So surrender it on to the Lord. So let's quickly recap the, four, the five things I said. Number one, what is it that you must do? Discover God. Number two, discover your yourself. See what should you do? Give ten. That includes discovering your dreams, your visions, and your purpose. Okay. And see, that's very important. Uh, We were in the convention. I was sat down. Normally, the missionary, it is the head that gives the report. They suddenly, they just call. Hey, Pastor, you are going to give reports of the United Kingdom. Oh, there you go. But because I already know the visions, the missions, is there. So nobody needs to wake me up. I just took the mic and bang, we're just going through it. It has to be there. So that will guide you so you're not drifting. It's like going to, say you're going to Manchester, you put a postcode there, you know where you're going. So that may be a detour, but you have a direction, you have a vision, a purpose. Then what do we see? Discover your gifting and ability. And what should you do to that gifting? Surrender it to Jesus. He will see what it's, before the gate that opened to the city is open unto you, the high gate, you surrender that gift unto Jesus by using it to save Jesus. He is the one that will now multiply it. That thing that you think is nothing, just like that woman that Elisha told, that what do you have in your house? If we multiply, say, go and borrow more and we multiply it so much. But first, you have to surrender it to Jesus. He's the one that gave what is that thing that you're holding onto? to? Those gifting, surrender it to Jesus. And you'll be surprised shout hallelujah then e have we talked about e
1: okay let's go back okay it's
0: okay um that is i wrote it so i know that is e okay there's no e on that one yes i think it must have been uh, missing so anyways let's go on to the the e one is i wanted to say build Capacity and prepare for destiny. You build capacity, build capacity while you're waiting. Build capacity, build capacity. How do you build capacity? Read books, pray, fast. The Bible says, buy the truth and sell it not. It took 100 years to build the hack, but it took only 40 days for the rain to last. 100 years, look at the ratio to 40 days. Jesus Christ trained. The Bible says he start reading, stay back to read the word of God, to read Torah, to read it at the age of 12. Meanwhile, his ministry starts at the age of 30. So spend like 18 years building capacity, a ministry that only last for three and a half years. Build capacity. The reason why some things that you're hoping for has not come is because you have not built capacity there. Let me give you a secret. In 2018, I think my wife was old, the, the National Prophet of the apostle Church said, thus, yes, the Lord, take my servant, Pastor Davis Odemi, as an apostle. It did not happen until four years after. You need to build cap- See, if you don't build capacity, when the opportunity comes, it will not materialize. You need to keep building capacity. There are some capacity you God will not allow you to step into it because it might destroy you until you build capacity. If Jesus has to build capacity, why are we not to build capacity? You build those capacity in the place of prayers, in the place of fasting, in the place of studying the word of God. It doesn't matter what gift God gives you, singing, writing books, hospitality. It doesn't matter. Build capacity. Once you surrender it to Jesus. That was what happened in that Genesis. In the beginning, let's go to that. Okay, because of time. I won't have time. to. If I go on to that one, that will take another lesson. Praise God. Then the second season, quickly, is the season of testing and proving. Once we go through the first season, then we now go through the second. That's the season that Joseph has to go through. The season of testing and proving. God will test you. Once he prepares you, he will test you. Jesus Christ himself was tested. The Bible says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. You, God will not use a verse that he has not tested. Praise God. God will test you. Joseph was tested in so many ways. The assignment of testing is to purify your motives.
1: And the good thing, the thing is that
0: loyalty comes with hunger. When you are on your, when you, when you are (laughs) on, loyalty comes with hunger. When you are filled up in the belly, you everything, you have everything. You have your house, you have your family, you have your children, you have everything. It is very easy to be loyal. Loyalty is very good. Problems and challenges. Now, I put something there. Say, never trust a man until he has eaten and is full. Some of you here, if the Lord bless you a little bit, you misbehave. That church where they speak local language,
1: nah. Nah, we go to Oxford. You will misbehave. You will forget who lifted you
0: and those are the reason why god is just testing you some of you you have 100 pounds you can't give 10 pounds what will happen when god give you 1 million and you have to give 100,000 look at that 100,000 you calculate that 100,000 times 810 pounds that will buy me an estate what will, pastor, what will the church do with that? I don't think they need that kind of money. Otherwise, you're just shooting yourself in the feet. God, uh, God does not have capacity problem. God wants to bless this church. He will use any means and any way. Then God will test you first. The reason why you are not still promoted is because you have not passed the test. God will keep blessing you, but in that level, there are three gates, uh, in case you don't know, the first gate, there are the second gate, that's the third gate that open on its own, is the iron. It's only God that can open that gate. to The gate of iron that leads to the city. City is where things happen. And you can't see, people, the likes of Natal Basi, where it's here in London, singing, summer, winter. And the people say, what are you talking about? Summer in the, in the We're talking about summer. You, got, you go and sing properly. Then a few years down the line, the gates to the city was open to him. He sang that song again, and that song just on 20, 30 million views. Everybody would just, oh my God, they just were just going on the floor. God just opened that gate. God has actually, you know something, we do push, and we use some of the songs. When any time, Pastor, what we discover when we use Nathalem Bass' song, it is never monetized. So they don't flag us all for using a song because somebody has already collected money on it. We now discover that even though he gathered 20, 30 million, it's not getting paid on them. Then we now understand that this guy is actually tested, purified. That was why the gate to the city was opened unto him. Don't struggle on your own. There are easier way. There's a way that seems right before you. But it is not the way. Don't struggle with God. The promotion does not come from your knowledge, not from the West, not from the East, not from the South, but from the Lord. He will purify your motives, the reason. And if the reason, you will, will repeat, class, oh, God will not let that be a portion in Jesus' name. And you'll still be giving testimony. That's the irony of it. Because Joseph could have given the testimony that, you know what? I became the head of all the slaves in Potiphar's house. And everybody in the church would say, wow, Joseph, you became the head of all the slaves. Look at that, man. God is doing wonder. Meanwhile, the plan of God is to make him a prime minister.
1: And he could die the head of slaves. God will
0: purify your motives. He will purify it. He will test you to see the reason why you do the things that you do. Joseph was tested. When he tests you today, quickly as a roundup, what will he see in you? Will he see offense? Will he
1: see pride? Some of us, we have so much
0: pride. We've got to be humble. Will he see pride? Will he see anger? Still remember what that person does to you. Say, you know what? I will forgive. I will not forget. You're not helping yourself. When God himself said your sins, and this is, I will, re- I will forget. I will remember no more. Is it malice? Malice, husband and wife, in the same house, in the, under the same roof. Is it malice? And you want the... Uh, Satan will be the chairman in that place. He will just take it and sit down, say, Carry on. Say, I don't want it. You are too rude. I say, Yes, tell him. Tell her.
1: Malice. Go and do amendment today. Go and do. um Humble yourself. That's nothing. Just um humble. Humble. Disobedience.
0: Now, some of us will say we say we're not disobedience, but there's something that we lack in Christianity is called delayed obedience. Delayed obedience is, is disobedience in a measure. That's no difference. Or partial obedience. When God told Saul, kill everything, He said, We'll kill everything, but we'll keep some fatted cow so we can use it as bone suffering. Nah. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. God will purify. He will give you a taste of small success to test you and see the motives of your heart. And if the motive is not right, the greater thing in the front of you will not manifest. Very quickly, let's round up. We go to the last season. I jumped so many things. I wish I could have two hours and teach. The season of promotion. That's the season of manifestation. Once you've gone through the season of preparation and gone through the season of testing, then you come, once you go through that process, then you now come to the season of promotion. When you come to your season of promotion, strange doors will start opening some to you. You will, the job that you don't apply for, they will just opportunities. I was talking to one of our Brothers or fathers recently. He said he was going and he said he was driving a car and somebody came and said, Do you want to sell this car? And he said, Who oh, is this called person coming from? He said, uh, Yes, yes, you know, like a proper Nigerian man. He said, Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to buy? He said, I'll come to buy. Okay. He said, I can buy this I have other ones. And we do buy and sell your car said, okay. Let's link us up. He said, through that medium, he was able to buy and say 120 cars. It was not advertising, you know. Strange doors will just start opening. You know the song you sang 10 years and five years ago and nobody was listening. It was only you and your family that viewed it. Somehow, people just see it and people say, wow, where was this song before? Strange doors will start opening. See what happened to Joseph. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I ever put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. It was that same day they brought him out of jail. He said, then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in the robes of fine linen and put a good shin around his neck. He said, right in this chariot, second in command. And people shouted before you make way. They will shout before you make way in the name of Jesus.